Please listen carefully. Hello, universe, and welcome to the Optimist Daily Update. I'm Christy Jansen. And I'm Ariel Tienko. And we are part of the team behind the Optimist Daily, making solutions the news. We bring you reader-supported solutions news every day in order to change the tenor of news media, social media, and the direction of your day to help us all get focused on solutions. Seven days a week, we publish positive news stories written by award-winning journalists and delivered online to your inbox and through our social channels. And also, we are sharing these solutions in a commute-worthy, walk-worthy, getting-over-a-cold-worthy podcast. (laughs) Yep, that's me. (laughs) Today is Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. Hey, Christy, how are you doing this morning? Hi, I'm on the mend. um, I've been having a cold the last few days. But I woke up today feeling so much better. That's good. I'm still not 100%, but at least I felt like I could walk around the block. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, get out of bed, which I haven't honestly done for the last couple of days. So, Do you find the scratchy throat the worst part of a cold or the congestion? Honestly, it's the congestion for me. And it's the feeling that I can't lift my head. You know, like that feeling of heaviness. and yeah. And not being able to breathe through my nose. Oh my gosh, that's the worst. Last night, I finally my nose cleared out so I could breathe again. And that was like (laughs) nirvana. It was like nirvana. You know when you like flip to one side so that the congestion kind of falls. And you have that like split second of breathing through. You can breathe. (laughs) It feels so good. And you're like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, I guess to conserve your voice, we should just get straight to the news today. Let's do it. Okay. We've got a story which I think both of us have a personal connection to. Um, and I'm really glad that the writers picked up on it because it's about heat stroke. You know, as the world is getting hotter, and this is likely to be one of the hottest summers ever on record, if not the hottest. Mm-hmm. In the last 20 years, we've seen temperatures rising consistently. And also, Parts of the world are becoming almost uninhabitable because of the heat. I don't know if you've been watching mm-hmm. the heat wave in India. Just brutal. In parts of the central Indian peninsula there, it's been pretty awful. My teenage son had to come home early from school the other week because he had participated in a pep rally relay race in a hot day. He wasn't prepared for it and you know, he got overheated and Mm -hmm. had a temperature and, you know, he was fine once he cooled off, but he did have a nauseous evening. And um, somebody that I know, someone in my social circle, just a week later, the same weekend, actually, her teenage son was on a hike and uh, got overheated and um, lost his life because of it with no other problems. So I think I was talking about this in the writer's room and somebody came up with this article. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to read the the headline, it's going to be a hot summer. Here's how to handle heat stroke. This is no laughing matter. This is a real real issue. And I I think heat actually kills more people in in terms of weather-related problems than anything. And it's something we should all Mm -hmm. pay attention to, especially when the, the heat comes and goes. You have a couple of cool days and you have a super hot day. You're not acclimated. You're not ready for it. Right. And, you know, teenagers are not very aware of how vulnerable we all are to the elements. Yeah. So uh, just something to keep in mind because, <laughs> you know, last year, summer 
saw record high temperatures, especially in the United States and Canada, across the central and western areas. Mm -hmm. And weather reports for summer 2022 are promising scorching temperatures again, with hot and dry temperatures expected in the forecast, especially in the western United States. And while being outside and active in nature is so important for mental health, we have to be safe. When the weather's hot, um, when it's dry, we have to be safe and wary and know that heat stroke is a condition that can damage your brain, your heart, your kidneys, your muscles if it's not treated really quickly. Yeah. My connection is a little bit removed, but my partner's brother was really good friends with, I don't know if California listeners will remember, there was a young family that had just moved to, I'm not exactly sure where in California, but an area with a lot of hiking trails. And this young family, their baby and their dog went supposedly for just a short hike and they went missing. They got dehydrated and of course suffered from heat stroke and the entire family perished. Perished. I remember that story. Horrible. So hey, this is the Optimist Daily update. So we're I know. We're we're taking a dark turn. We're all about solutions, but first you have to identify the problem. So what is heat stroke and what causes it? For those of you who don't know out there, heat stroke is a very serious form of heat injury that is caused by your body overheating. It usually requires emergency treatment and if left untreated, it will wreak havoc on the areas of the body mentioned uh, by Christy, which again is the brain, heart, kidneys, and muscles, and the damage will only become worse the longer treatment is delayed, and that increases the risk of more serious complications and even death. So there's actually two different types of heat stroke. There's non-exertional, also known as classic heat stroke, and that's the result of being exposed to a hot environment for a prolonged period, and that makes your core body temperature rise. Classic heat stroke is more common in older adults and those with chronic illnesses. Also for in infants and babies who don't have a full, fully mature circulatory system. Little kids and older adults and chronic illness, all factors in classic mm-hmm. heat stroke where your body just can't regulate its temperature. The second type of heat stroke is exertional heat stroke caused by an increase in core body temperature that's brought on by intense physical activity in a hot environment. Anyone, regardless of age, can get exertional heat stroke. However, it is more likely to happen to those who aren't accustomed to high temperatures. Things that can exacerbate heat stroke or cause heat stroke is wearing excess clothing because that prevents sweat from evaporating quickly, which helps cool down the body. Drinking alcohol impacts the body's ability to regulate temperature. Becoming dehydrated, of course, we are always pushing hydration here at the Optimist Daily. If you're not hydrated, that means your body cannot replenish the fluids lost through sweating. So those are the things that everyone should be looking out for. And a few warning signs. If you're out and about and walking around and having a great day, but you start to feel a little weird, here's some things to know to look out for so you can cool yourself down. First of all, a high body temperature, which sometimes you may be aware, sometimes you may not be aware. But if you your core body temperature gets to 104 degrees or higher, that's the main sign of heat stroke. It can also cause altered mental states and behavior and cause a person to become confused or agitated, slurring speech, seizures, coma, all these horrible things, you know. But if you start feeling dizzy, even that can be a sign, alteration in, in sweating, you might feel hot and dry as opposed to actually sweating. Or if you're doing strenuous exercise, you, your your skin may also feel dry or slightly moist. You can get nauseous and 
throw up, you can get flushed skin, rapid breathing, racing heart rate, and a throbbing headache. These are all telltale signs of heat stroke and dehydration. So if you have any of these things, you're out in nature, know you are in risk of uh, danger, and so you got to take care of it. So what are some things people can do? Ariel. This is like our public service announcement for the world right now. I feel like, you know, how do we deal with it? Because there's things you have to do. And what can you do if you have it, if if you're with someone who begins experiencing heat stroke? And it's it's independent. Like Mm -hmm. some people may be fine and some people may not be. It's it's kind of like altitude sickness. And Summers and I have both summited, well, I summited Mount Kilimanjaro. She got near to the summit but had to turn around because of altitude mm. sickness. And sometimes it hits you and sometimes it doesn't, even the same person. But heat stroke is also like that. It can hit yeah, you. Yeah, you never know where it's going to creep up. You don't always know. Anyway, so what do we do about it? So if you are with someone who begins experiencing heat stroke, or if you yourself feel like you're having a heat stroke, the best course of action is to immediately seek medical help by calling 911 or whatever the local emergency services number is in your area. Now, while you're waiting for emergency treatment, you should do everything you can to cool yourself or the person with heat stroke down by getting into the shade or somewhere indoors and removing excess clothing. If there are other things around that can help cool a person down, such as access to a garden hose with cool water that can be sprayed or ice packs that can be placed on a person's head, neck, armpits, and groin, just be sure to use everything that is available to you to help cool someone down. But of course, the best thing to do is to take preventative measures so that you don't find yourself in this place to begin with. Some preventative measures you can take to navigate super hot temperatures. First of all, wear loose-fitting, lightweight clothing that doesn't bind your body and allows you to sweat. Protect yourself against sunburn because that also affects your body's ability to cool itself. So wearing a hat, sunglasses, broad spectrum sunscreen, and reapplying, you know, even if you're swimming (laughs) or sweating. Yeah, especially if you're swimming and sweating. Especially, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. What else? You should drink plenty of fluids. I know we mentioned this before, but we're really going to push the hydration one. And take extra precautions with certain medications. So be on the lookout for heat-related problems if you take medications that can affect your body's ability to stay hydrated and dissipate heat. If you're not sure about it, then contact your doctor and have them inform you. Right. Yeah, we'll never leave anybody in a parked car. And this is something that we see sad stories every summer or even not in the summer, but heat-related deaths in children are commonly caused by having been left in the car in the sun in a hot day. Temperatures inside a car can rise 20 degrees more than the outside, and it can happen in like only 10 minutes. Even when the windows are cracked or the car is in the shade, it's not a good idea to leave anybody behind, child or pet. And so when you are leaving your parked car, make sure it is kept locked so that nobody can get inside when you're gone, so no kids can get inside. They have actually a feature in Teslas, which is one of the cool things. I don't have a Tesla, but I know I know some people who do. They have the dog mode, which actually keeps the temperature inside controlled and cool. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, because it's a battery, so you can kind of leave it in that mode. Uh-huh. But that's that's like you know, a little bit crazy. But anyway, be really aware. If you don't have a Tesla. If you don't have a Tesla (laughs) that can have dog mode, do not leave your kid or your dog or your pet in your parked car when it's super hot. And, uh, you know, you can also be really aware of the hottest parts of the day. And so don't don't go for a jog at noon, (laughs) you know, stay towards the early morning periods if it's super hot. And, you know, make sure you have enough fluid with you if you're out in the world hiking or walking and, you know, 
rest often in cool areas so that you can take advantage of the coolness that's accessible to help yourself cool yourself down. Mm -hmm. You can also get acclimated. So limit the time spent working or exercising in heat until you're conditioned to it. So those who are not used to hot weather are especially susceptible to heat-related illness, and it can take several weeks for your body to adjust to hot weather. So, you know, if you're on vacation and you, like, are used to working out every day but live in a cooler area, then just, you know, take it easy. Be chill. Yeah, just be chill. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your vacation. You don't have to right. run. <laughs> you know, it's if you yeah, – be aware. Ease into it, yeah. right? So. <laughs> And then if you are at increased risk, you should be really aware. If you take medications or you have a condition that increases your risk of a heat-related problem, avoid the heat and act quickly if you notice some symptoms of overheating. So anyway, the reason we're talking about this today is it is a super important problem. It's something that has touched both Ariel and my life closely, even if it's a step removed. Mm -hmm. And it's something that we're all going to have to be aware of as the temperatures continue to rise around the globe. And we're not used to it. Like in places in, in the world where we're used to having cool weather, now sometimes it's getting hot. It can be cool one week and then super hot the next week and you, you got to pay attention. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just not to be taken lightly, in other words. No, of course not. And of course, like people are excited to go outside yeah. and enjoy parties and drink alcohol out and about because we've been restricted by this yeah, pandemic. Exactly. So it feels kind of like the first summer out there, which also requires us to be even more careful and to try and, you know, we're optimists. So we like to think of ourselves <laughs> as, you know, immortal in a way. <laughs> Optimism is immortal, but we have to be aware and careful of the risk. We can handle stressful situations, but you know, do it with a dose of uh, a dose of caution and ease ease yeah. into it as we ease back into the world as we ease into summer. Hey, let's uh, let's wear appropriate clothing, sunscreen, and uh, make sure we take our water with us where. <laughs> All right. So do we have any other amazing solutions today? A couple other solution stories today. Millionaires are joining activists in Davos to demand higher taxes on the wealthy, especially the super wealthy. I think we've really got to do something about that. And, um, you know, mm -hmm. there's a study revealing plankton's unexpected resilience to global warming. I love this nature, the resilience of nature. I just love the story from yesterday or the other day. Was it yesterday? about the trees, the the redwoods that are- Oh yeah, I did that one. <laughs> um, growing um, you know, new types of leaves. Yeah, they're water absorbent leaves. Which if you think about it, those old trees have been around for hundreds of years. So of course they've, they've dealt with drought before. We just never seen them in the drought conditions that we're in. Mm -hmm. Anyway, got old electronics, all of us do. Here are some tips to dispose of them properly. Kiev Opera House holds its first performance since the start of the Russian invasion. What else? So we've got mining companies that have decided against mining Brazil's indigenous areas. Why is high-intensity interval training, or HIT so good for you? An expert explains, but make sure not to do HIT in the heat. Yeah, don't do it in the, in the heat <laughs> of the day. Yeah. Successful treatment with mice shows promise of new spinal injury drug. Tips for summer travel coming out of the pandemic. And last but not least, scallop attracting LED Disco lights lead to more eco-friendly fishing technique. Ooh. <laughs> you wow. invite them to the party <laughs> so you can harvest the scallops. I don't know. That sounds pretty uh, Machiavellian. Yeah. But, hey, maybe it's better for everything 
around. Um, anyway, that and so much more on theoptimistdaily.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening to today's Optimist Daily Update. We hope it was informative and not too much of a downer. We're all about positive solution-based stories with ideas on how you can get active and participate in the changing world, but keep yourself healthy while you're ensuring that it's all changed for the good. Anyway, we promise to keep covering current events with accurate, legitimate sources and offering you the kinds of information we all need to chart new paths for all of us. So, you know what I'm going to ask. If you haven't already, please consider becoming an emissary on TheOptimistDaily.com. Starting at just $5 a month, you can participate in reader-supported independent journalism. And if you want to support us for free, share us on your socials, forward a story to a friend, and leave positive reviews for our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to us. Be part of the solution-changing consciousness and addressing our world's biggest challenges with a problem-solving mindset. Let's keep the Optimist Daily free to all who need it, supported by those who can. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more solutions.